Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. With so many great Doctor Who characters, it's a shame many don't get the opportunity to stick around for longer. It's just hard to watch such fantastic characters and not wish that they could have had a shot at the big leagues of traversing the universe with the Doctor themselves, as they seem to have all it took to be bloody brilliant. With all that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are nine Doctor Who characters who would have made great companions. Nine, Richard Mace. I dearly wish that after the visitation, Richard Mace was forced to escape in the TARDIS with the Doctor. He wouldn't have lasted more than a few episodes, half a season at the most, but it would have been brilliant while it lasted. I don't think we've ever had someone so ill-suited for life with the Doctor, someone so apathetic and straight-up lazy he can't even work up the effort to run from danger. He was hilariously dramatic and completely uninterested in being a hero. Just thinking about him on intergalactic adventures is enough to make one laugh. His dynamic with the Doctor and companions would have been interesting, but alas, he was only featured in one story. Regardless, Richard Mace was a gem. 8. Tish Given that the interactions between Tish and Martha were really the only redeeming aspects of the Lazarus experiment, I think the writers really missed a trick in not letting her travel in the TARDIS for a few episodes. She's proven that she's brave and intelligent, and seems far more naturally sympathetic to the Doctor than her shrewish mother. And if there'd ever been an added sister dynamic, maybe less of Martha's personal storyline would have revolved around making moon eyes at the Doctor. It would have been cool to have a companion and her sister traveling around for a few episodes and it could have raised the stakes for the season 3 finale, too. All I'm saying is that if the Doctor was willing to let Jackie into the TARDIS, Tish should have been an easy decision. 7. Chayla, Snake Dance I'm always on board with having more male companions, especially when they're as cool as Chayla. He's exactly the type of unique, insightful person the Doctor would want in his corner. While the rest of the people in Snake Dance treat the Doctor like a dangerous madman, Chayler is open-minded enough to realize almost immediately that he might actually have a point about the Mara. It takes a certain strength of character to throw aside your preconceived notions, especially when your friends and colleagues think you're insane. Chayla is immensely resourceful and unceasingly helpful to the Doctor throughout the entire story. He gets along great with the crew, and it's easy to envision him working well in a number of other episodes. 
It's just a shame that 5's TARDIS was already operating at full capacity when they met. 6. Linda Look, I don't care that it was signposted about a mile and a half away that Linda was obviously going to die and be the person the Doctor couldn't protect. I still think she would have made a great companion. Coming from this odd, futuristic society that's being held back intellectually would have been an interesting angle to play with the character. Unfortunately, Rose would have probably gotten her back up at the new blonde who'd be coming along in the TARDIS, so ultimately it wouldn't have worked out without some major rewrites. It's just a little boring that almost all of the new series companions are 21st century women. Linda, on the other hand, is close enough to the traditional companion template that people know and are comfortable with, while still adding something that's a little different and exciting. She seemed to work well with the Doctor, and over the course of two episodes, she was sympathetic enough that we were all pretty devastated when she died. 5. D84 D84 is a secret agent robot. There is nothing cooler than that. Seriously, the idea of having a robot capable of independent thought and higher reasoning skills is brilliant, and it meshes so well with the Doctor Who universe, I'm shocked they didn't get more mileage out of it. I would have loved to see D84 travel around with the Doctor. Think about it. All the advantages of having a robot on board with none of the annoying logistical problems that K9 introduced on set. It would have been far easier to incorporate him into various storylines, without having to worry about whether or not he would actually function on the sets built for different planets. Yeah, that means missing out on K9, but they could have had D84 during Leela's run for the show and saved K9 for Romana. That way, everyone's happy. I can only assume they didn't go for it because his robot face is freaking terrifying. 4. Vash Whenever I watch Full Circle, I'm always filled with regret that Adric's brother didn't board the TARDIS in his stead. Don't get me wrong, I hate Adric a lot less than most people do, but he just wasn't the right fit for the group. They already had three genius-type characters in The Doctor, Romana, and K9, and would soon be getting another in Nyssa. The TARDIS could have really benefited from the contrast that Vash's rough-and-tumble, shoot-first-ask-questions-later approach would have provided. I loved his natural leadership, and I feel that, like Leela, he would have grown so much under the Doctor's guidance. In this case, it feels like they totally picked the wrong brother. Vash was an interesting, multifaceted character, whereas Adric, God bless him, was just another teen genius stereotype. 3. Tim Latimer Tim Latimer is probably one of the most interesting human characters that we've come across, but his uniqueness seems to get completely overlooked in the resolution of the Family of Blood. Exactly how psychic is this kid? How can he communicate with the Fob Watch? He seems to have an intimate bond with the Doctor and Martha even before they reveal who they are. Tim is brave, inquisitive, and selfless. I loved what he brought to the table in Human Blood, and really wished he would have hopped aboard at the end of the two-parter. Admittedly, yes, I'm a sucker for a historical companion, but I would have loved to see a clairvoyant boy from 1913 bombing around in the TARDIS. That's a teenage companion I can get behind. 2. Duggan Honestly, when I first saw City of Death, I could not believe that having Duggan join the TARDIS crew wasn't the endgame. He immediately developed a rapport with both Four and Romana, and seemed to be the sort of guy who could take unusual situations in his stride. Duggan managed to be of actual use to the Doctor, and brought a wonderful sense of humour to the proceedings. I've always found that companions work best when they provide a stark contrast with our main character. Duggan was much more comfortable using violence to solve his problems, and it would have been fun to see him and the Doctor reconcile their very different methods. I can't imagine him sticking around the TARDIS for too long, but his interactions with the Doctor and Romana were easily worth a season or so. 
one, Sally Sparrow. Only in one episode and sharing the screen with the Doctor for less than five minutes, Sally Sparrow nevertheless left her mark on the show. She was intuitive, brave, and had a keen knack for problem solving that the Doctor always seems to prize in his companions. Sally also fits the modern template for the companion role, so really there's no reason why the Doctor wouldn't let her tag along for a bit. Sadly, with Carrie Mulligan's rising star in Hollywood and the Weeping Angels just this side of done to death, we're unlikely to see a reprisal of the character we fell in love with. But Chibnall, if you're listening to this, I would totally settle for Inspector Billy Shipton as the smoothest companion we've ever had. That would be a hell of a consolation prize. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.